Changing perspectives. Good day, everyone. This is Pastor Cindy Jacobs, and welcome to another edition of Changing Perspectives. Have you ever wondered why change is so important? Today, I want to talk to you about not fighting change, but becoming a part of it. You see, change is something that we need to adapt to. But it's not always easy to adapt to it. Some do and others don't. Change is something that is difficult because change can be a threat to some and a promotion to others. It can be a blessing and for some it could be a curse. We all remember the story about King Saul. King Saul, the king of Israel. King Saul, the very first ordained king over Israel. While in Saul's case, while King Saul's case, change was brought into the kingdom. The baton was handed over. There was a change from God's side in terms of leadership. And it was a big threat to him because he lost something, something that was dear to him. You see, the thing about change is that we will always resist change when we feel like we are losing. Change will always come and mess with the things closest to our hearts. Change will always come and threaten the things that we are comfortable with. Change will always be an out there thing. It will always be something that takes us beyond our current state. And therefore, change is a threat to many people. To King Saul, it was one of the biggest threats. Because God decided that he was going to change the rulership of Israel. He knew that Saul was not doing what he was supposed to do. He was not consistent in moving with God. And change is moving consistently with God. Sometimes we fall in the trap of being comfortable and it makes us mediocre for the new things that needs to come. Saul fought tooth and nail against this thing. To the point that he actually wanted to take David's life. He wanted to take the very change that God brought into the kingdom. Sometimes we want to suffocate change. Sometimes we want to kill change. Sometimes we want to make change disappear because we cannot handle the new thing and the new day. Saul became an ugly man. Because of this very thing, he fought to remain in the present day, even if it meant losing himself. 
Now, you see, ladies and gentlemen, this is the thing about change. Change will test your true character. Change will either make you a better person or it will make you a cruel person. For those who feel that they need to hold on to the present day, ugliness may come out of them. They may become people who destroy others for the sake of remaining the same. And I think that these are some deep things for us to ponder on. Because change is not just subject to leaders. It's not subject to a certain group of people. Change involves everybody. Change is something that knocks at all of our doors. And change will eventually visit all of us. Not once, not twice, but a few times within our lives. It is a constant thing and it really tests the heart and it tests the mind. I believe that when change comes, it will bring with, with, with it what seems to be a loss because it comes with a shedding. It comes with a shedding, a releasing of baggage, a letting go of the old to make way of the new. And sometimes that intimidates us. It makes us feel small and insecure. You see, our greatest enemy when it comes to change is the mind. The mind will say to you, why can't we just linger here a little bit longer? Why can't we remain the same just a little bit longer? Re re remember the times of old. Remember how it used to be. But you see what we forget to understand and realize is that there's a constant reforming and framing that needs to happen on the inside of us as human beings. There's something that has been placed in us by God that helps us to cope with change. But sometimes we kill it. We suffocate it. We murder it. We abort the change because we don't feel that we are up for the call. It is important that we understand that godly change and its process will never make sense. There are so many times in my life where I had to go through change. And yes, it comes with being able to adapt. And sometimes, it, not sometimes, but all the time, it comes with shedding moments. It comes with sacrificial moments. It comes with letting go. It comes with saying goodbye. Because sometimes... Our mindsets need to be transformed to enter into the new day. If we look at the most innovative people in the world currently, it is people that move with change. People who do not want to change are often the people who move into the insignificant category. You see, God does not want you to ever be insignificant. It was never his plan for you to be ignored in any way or any form. 
We do that to ourselves when we ignore change. We become, we become people that are almost forgotten when we don't move with the change of God. And as I said earlier, many times in my life, change has visited me. And I'm not going to pretend by saying, oh, I embraced it immediately. It was something that was so phenomenal. No, it was not. I struggled. I had to think it through. I had to ponder on it. I needed to work through the process so that I could become change. But here's the thing about change. If you don't want it, it will not force itself on you. You need to embrace it. And I remember in my moments of change, I was, I was deeply uncomfortable. I remember how I needed to adapt. But you know what? At the end of the day, I did survive. You see, a mind needs to be updated all the time to step into the new. The Israelites could not fathom, they could not understand when the spies were sent to the promised land. They could not understand that people that were so huge could be overcome by God. They rejected the change and the new day of God because of their small-mindedness. They looked at themselves as unworthy of the promise and that kept them from the promise. Sometimes God has given you such great and big ideas, but your mind keeps you out of those ideas. So an unupdated mind will not be able to carry the new because it wants to do what it knows. A new day requires a new mind because the old mind cannot carry the strategies of the new day. So change is not smooth, ladies and gentlemen. It can be very uncomfortable and it will be challenging. It will be painful and it will cost, but there will be a prize at the end. Yes, you may smell sacrifice and become the sacrifice at that point. But one thing I know about the birthing process, when we look at natural childbirth, there's pain in the beginning in, or, in order for the birth to happen. You see, birthing ends well, but only after the screaming and the discomfort. And that is exactly what change is all about. I once watched a documentary about a little girl who was born into slavery. Her father was an Englishman and he fell in love with an African slave girl. A daughter was born to them, mixed race. The mother passed on. The father decided to rear the little girl, but he couldn't do that on his own because he had to be a captain of ships, so he was on the sea most of the time. 
He took the little girl to his family, his uncle, and he asked his uncle, please rear her. Make sure that she has the best care. The uncle and his wife embarked on this journey, which was not an easy journey, because this was in the midst of everything being against African people. They were literally seen as possessions, as slaves. And it was during a very difficult time. And though the family loved her fiercely, and they reared her, they reared her in the normal way. They reared her with her cousin and everything the cousin got, she got. She would dine with the family. It would be as normal. The only time distinction came into place was when they had visitors. Because of the customs of the day and the standards of the day, this woman could not partake or dine with her own family when they had visitors because it was against the standards of the day. So there was a distinction somewhere, even though her family loved her so much. It so happened that her uncle was a judge, really respected, and he understood the laws of the day. And a certain situation rose up where slaves were being treated unfairly on a ship. They were drowned. They were actually thrown off the ship and they were drowned. And the case came before the court and he happened to be the judge who had to make a decision whether the lives of the slaves mattered or not. And as he went through the entire process of having to deal with the standards and the customs of the day, also understanding the pressures of the voices and the people that were surrounded by him. You see, sometimes it's easy for us to say it's easy to change, but when you are coming against systems and peoples, it can be intimidated, intimidating. And this is what this man experienced to the point where he was in a lot of discomfort. His wife then ends up having a conversation with him after him searching his heart and contemplating. And these are her words to him. Don't fight the change. Become a part of it. And those were the words that really stood out for me in watching this entire movie. Sometimes we don't see that we are in the hand of God to be a part of the change that needs to come in. You see, ladies and gentlemen, Samuel was used by God to bring change to the priesthood order. After the sons of Eli disgraced the priestly order, he was the solution. He was the change. Have you ever asked yourself whether you are the solution or the change? We run away from change mostly. But how often do we run to change? There are changes on you, in you, and attached to you that you may not even know. There are changes that you need to make and you need to become because there's a greater picture in store. Sometimes I think to myself 
that God purposely makes us uncomfortable by bringing so many changes so that he can test us and see us and see how adaptable we are. Because when the bigger things come, we must not stray away from it. You see, change looks for the brave at heart. Change looks for the one who will not settle. Change looks for the one who is willing to sacrifice even sometimes themselves to make a difference. Change looks for those who may seem to be the outcast, but will bring with them not small changes only, but generational changes. Now, when we look at slavery, it's difficult maybe to comprehend the intensity of what people went through because it is something that was dealt with not just by one man but by numerous people who decided to stand up. We look at things like apartheid. We look at all of these different things that have faded away but it's because one person decided to become the change. You see, ladies and gentlemen, you are the answer and the change to something if you decide to stop running away. Don't fight the change. Become a part of it. Be the change that you would like to see. Let us pray. Father, I decree and declare right now that the Spirit of the Lord would come upon us and make us brave. There are certain things in our hearts, in our spirits, in our minds that you have spoken to us about, but we have chosen to neglect it for fear of change. Today, I pray, rise up on the inside of us so that we may be that change. Make us courageous and make us brave. Make us tenacious. I ask it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. It was so good spending time with you once again. This is Changing Perspectives, where his perspective is the only perspective that matters. Cause my drive and I might party Air to 
you give me purpose, my provider. And when my enemies surround me, got me tied up. When they throw me in the pit inside the fire, you are my God and my King and my Father. Light to my path in the darkness, hope in my heart when they heartless father you reach out and call us. You're the lover of my soul, love is flawless. They don't understand my God is keeping me high. I know they go low, 'cause me I know I know they sold us my drive. 